0: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. I read a long time ago when I was in high school that you can always tell someone cares for you or is a good candidate of being a friend when they let you know you always have food stuck to the side of your mouth. Now, it was an opinion piece. But I think that's true. Because a friend isn't worried about how you respond because friends watch out for each other, even if someone gets a little embarrassed. You know, versus ignoring the food on the side of the mouth and hoping this person just goes away so you don't have to embarrass them. And they continue on throughout the evening talking to other people who continue to ignore the problem, and then they get home, they see themselves in the mirror, and then they are horrified. How long has that been there? And then they think of you, and they ask, why didn't he say anything to me? Ever since reading that editorial, I've always said, I'm going to tell people when they have food on the side of their mouth. Why? Because telling things plainly or speaking plainly actually helps. And Jesus today speaks very plainly to the disciples. Although it's not food stuck to the side of their mouth, rather it's abandonment, denial, and betrayal. See, Jesus speaks plainly when he says, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and you will leave me alone. The embarrassment of a little food on your mouth probably doesn't compare to this moment when the disciples realize they will abandon the one who loves them perfectly. So, even though Jesus cuts to the heart with his plain speaking, he does this precisely because he is a friend to them. Friends watch out for each other even if it hurts because friends won't ignore problems. See, now contrast this with the disciples and what they say. When they say, Jesus knows all things and there's no one who needs to question him about what he's up to. Now on the surface, that sounds great. However, When Jesus asks them, do you now believe? It demonstrates that they don't know quite what they are saying. See, rather than disciples speaking plainly, they actually flatter Jesus by saying the right answer without knowing what it means. Sort of like a student who answers the teacher's question in a way he or she thinks the teacher wants, rather than what they actually know. See, the contrast between speaking plainly as a friend and empty flattery can also be found in the story The Emperor's New Clothes. For those who don't know the story... In a kingdom, there was an emperor who wanted the most beautiful clothes. And Two swindlers said that they could actually make him the most beautiful outfit ever. But there was a catch. Only those who were worthy of such beauty could actually see the clothes. To the rest of those who were unworthy, they would be invisible. Now, of course, the two swindlers are not making clothes. It just looks like they are. But people from the butler, to the nobleman, to the emperor himself are afraid to speak plainly to the two for fear of revealing their supposed unworthiness. So they flatter the swindlers by saying, oh, that's beautiful, and then they flatter one another by saying, aren't these the most beautiful clothes they've ever seen? Of course, this situation comes to an end when the emperor publicly displays these new clothes, and a boy in the crowd says, the emperor isn't wearing any clothes. You see, for this boy, there isn't anything for him to lose, so he speaks plainly even if it means the embarrassment of everyone. And this is how Jesus actually relates to the disciples. There's nothing to lose because speaking plainly is a sign of being friends. Being friends means having the freedom to speak truth because nothing will break the relationship. Jesus said in chapter 15, literally the chapter before the gospel reading, greater love has no man than he lays his life down for his friends. Because of this love, nothing can break Jesus' friendship with the disciples, not even them not believing. See, when Jesus speaks plainly to the disciples about their sin, I'm sure it hurt. But there's more to friendship than just speaking plainly about each other's sins. I mean, that's a downer of a relationship and a downer of friendship that always critiques one another. See, there's more to the story. There is the truth that Jesus has actually overcome the world. This means, for Jesus, being a friend is precisely found when one speaks plainly by saying the words, I forgive you. We actually see this in the Gospel reading, though. It is a little bit hard to see, because when Jesus answers or asks the question, do you now believe, he doesn't actually let the disciples answer it. Interestingly, this is actually the last not only the last question asked by Jesus, but it's the last words spoken to the disciples as a whole before Jesus dies." See, at that moment, the honest answer of the disciples would have been, "At best, we don't believe as well as we should, Lord." Or, "I don't believe." But Jesus' response of, take heart, I've overcome the world, shows that that, their disbelief isn't the full story. See, he overcomes the world when he takes away their sin, their disbelief, their embarrassment, and their abandonment, betrayal, denial. And he takes it to the cross. See, then the next time he actually speaks to the disciples as a whole, in the resurrection, the words are, Peace be with you, which is a sign of forgiveness from Jesus to the disciples. At that moment, the disciples receiving the fullness of what it means to be a friend who speaks plainly. At that moment, they can actually answer the question, Do you now believe with a very honest, Yes, we believe. So this way of being friends with each other, by speaking plainly, that finds itself ultimately in forgiveness, not only defines the relationship of Jesus to us, but it defines our relationship with one another. Jesus abiding and living through us speaks plainly by sharing each other's hurts, pains, and offenses. Because we're friends, and that's what friends do. Friends watch out for each other, even if it hurts, because hurt is never the intention, but rather peace and reconciliation, or simply put, forgiveness. Based on this, there's no need for empty flattery among friends, because flattery ignores the problem. There's no need for empty flattery because there's nothing to lose, since our relationship here with one another is built upon Jesus. And that's an unbreakable bond. Because of this bond, then we freely forgive because Jesus has overcome the world. And then we continue on being friends with nothing to lose and our new life together. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.